So there are certain people that they want a large crowd. Yeah. You know, please welcome, you know, most sales for this month. You know, yeah. Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray's like, yeah, yeah, the crowd's <laughs> cheering, right? He wants to crowd surf, maybe give a little speech. You know, if I may thank a few people that got me here and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did it. And then you, you, you bring the next guy up, you know, welcome Willie, Willie, yeah, come on up. And so Willie accepts the award a little more humbly. And then after it's all settled down, Willie goes up to the manager and says, if you ever do that to me again, I will quit. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Ramsey! Oh, Marshall, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. It's, that's uh, good because I just asked you like literally 30 minutes ago when we recorded the earlier episode today. Got two in the can today. Woohoo! Sorry, I had to break the magic spell. I didn't want anybody to think that, you know, every week we do this. Yes, I think they, they call that, you know, breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Something like that. We speak directly to the audience instead of the camera. <laughs> the, uh, no, it's a, it's a beautiful day. It's, uh, yeah, the, the heat broke. So, uh, you know, we had that heat spell and then it's cooled off. And uh, I went running yesterday and done that for a while. So uh, yep. that was fantastic. And I and I, here we have a running story uh, that uh, that you've brought to share with all our listeners, both of them. That's exactly right. Very exciting. That's exactly right. Uh, before the heat broke um, on the north side of the Kentucky River, my kids uh, had their first cross-country meet of the season. Uh, so for the uninitiated, they uh, basically uh, do uh, usually elementary boys, elementary girls, middle school boys, middle school girls, high school boys, high school girls. They'll they'll do six races. Sometimes they combine uh uh, the the genders for you know one of the age groups or what have you but basically they just get a wad of kids in a field they've mapped out some sort of path through the woods uh they you know fire a starting gun or blow a whistle and these kids just start running and then i don't know you know maybe 15 minutes later the leaders start to come through and they go through a shoot like you see in you know a, a marathon or whatever where they they just start you know they're they're done with the race and they have to just keep walking so that they don't pass out and uh you know get a little something to drink or whatever and then over the next you know 30 minutes the rest of the of the gang you know sort of stragglers and and everybody else uh, come in and it's just the funnest thing to watch because everybody's you know, just cheering on, you know, wanting each of these kids to, you know, keep going and do their best and so on and so forth. So, so all four of my kids are uh, cross country runners. And um, I'm going to preface this story, Mike, by saying that uh, earlier this year, uh, this daughter was on the starting block at a swim meet and loves to swim, loves cross country, loves being on the team, loves cheering people on. She loves the whole thing. But uh, I happened to be the volunteer timer for her lane on the swim meet. And I said, all right, swim as hard as you can. And she she genuinely looked at me with curiosity and said, why would I do that? <laughs> so this is not a competitive kid. I'm just gonna gonna go ahead and state that for the record, okay? <laughs> yeah. So your your advice is nonsensical to me. <laughs> it, 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 it was not helping her in, in the least. Doesn't compute. Uh, yeah. She likes to swim, she likes to run, 
but like you know no need to get crazy here right you know like let's just go out and enjoy the race so so that's that's that is the situation we found ourselves in at the start of the story so um you know you you try to run around uh, to the different legs of where you can see the kids and you know cheer them on and then you run to the next place where you can see them and cheer them on so i i knew that she was uh behind her teammates um and uh you know here she comes and she said my knee's kind of hurting I was like, oh, okay, well, listen, just just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Don't do anything crazy, but just keep moving. Keep moving. You're doing great. You're doing great. Just keep it up. And and then I went to the final place. You know, this is where <laughs> I'm going to see her uh, come around the bend. And then it's basically just a straight shot. You know, try to sprint when you feel like you can do it to the to the finish line. And I'm standing there and I'm standing there and it's going longer and longer. Like, where is she? And I'm starting to see kids that I saw around her come through. Where is she? Where is she? I hope she's okay. And uh, and I'm ready to just sort of, you know, trot alongside her and encourage her for that final leg, right? And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then all of a sudden, I hear this woman yelling. And then around the corner comes one of the, the newer cross-country moms. You know, she's got kids on the team this year. Now, these people are awesome. Okay, this is a this is a really cool family. Uh, Dad is an officer uh, in uh, the Rangers. Um, He is a a serious, uh, very competitive guy. You can just tell by his nature. His wife is so fun. They're just they're just a, a, a great couple. And this lady is helping my daughter. She is not dressed for the track. And she is running alongside my daughter. Keep it up. Keep it up, girl. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. She is running the whole final leg with my daughter to the point that some other runners had to come over and say, you got to stop running with her. She'll get disqualified if you're pacing her. And so she finally had to back off. But by this point, I can see the look on my daughter's face. She is, I mean, she is done. The gas is out of the tank and she is just, (laughs) and finally makes it over the finish line. We walk up the hill together. It's like, how's your knee? How's your knee? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. And she she makes it to mom and then bursts into tears. I couldn't breathe. She keeps saying it over and over again. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. And then all the other moms come over. Oh, honey, are you okay? Blah, 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 blah. And I, I can see she's starting to get, you know, kind of worked up. And so I grabbed her shoulder. I said, hey, let's you and me go for a walk. Because I kind of know how she is, you know. And so I take her for a walk. And the first thing she says to me is, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. And um, and that's kind of the end of the story, uh, except that it made me realize a couple conclusions. The first is um, that uh, my daughter was thanking me for taking her away from the crowd. She had no interest in a bunch of relationships and being around a bunch of other people at that moment, right? And the second thing is, this is the first time in her life she had exercised so hard that she can't breathe. Uh, she's been on the team for three or four years. But this woman, in, in all of her great intentions, was getting her pushed to a level that for the first time in her life, she maybe exerted herself beyond, um, you know, just, uh, hey, I'm enjoying running. So... I, I learned a whole lot about my daughter's uh, personality uh, in the course of uh, a final leg of a race. She is not competitive and she is not super people oriented. Mm-hmm. 
this, I believe, is what is called C in the disk system. Would you agree with that? Oh, it definitely sounds like it. Yeah, you got your your D, your I, your S, and your C. Right. And the C tends to be a you know a little more cautious, uh, yep. more deliberate pace, not as people focused. Yep. And the, you know they kind of do their own thing in their own time. And so yeah, this uh, this sounds uh, very much like the the attributes of that particular behavioral style. And. That's and you know, and and God bless the uh, the people all around you who were trying to support. Oh, yeah, right where they were trying to help and encourage. Right, this woman, you know, picturing this woman, and you know, and you know, not not running shoes, running beside you know, <laughs> right. this little girl, and and encouraging her, and it it, it uh, you know when we talk about this in uh, in the workplace. We talk about, you know, we always tell the managers, you're not leading a room full of you. Right. And sometimes we ask the question, how awesome would it be if everybody on the team that you led was just like you? Right. And right. initially they go, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And then they think and about they it go, like, no, 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 <laughs> a, a room full of me. <laughs> no, no, that's yeah. One of me. Perfect. Yeah, a room yeah. full of me, a team of me, yeah. not good. So yeah. all of these people were acting in their behavioral style. Yeah, this is what would work for me to yeah. motivate me. This yeah. this is what I would find incredibly helpful if some yeah. you know well-meaning person would jump out of the crowd and encourage me along the way in a very loud and vocal and yeah. visible way. Yep. Uh, you know, if, if an entire group of people rallied around me, I would love that. Right. Yeah, that right. would be that would be the best dear diary, best day ever. <laughs> right. Entire crowd of moms was supporting me at the race. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but it all assumes a, a, a rule, which is a good rule. Mm -hmm. The golden rule, right? You do unto others uh, as you would have them do unto you. Uh, yep. The golden rule. You know, there, there, there may be a more nuanced way to look at that, which is the Disney rule, which is, yeah, do unto others as they prefer to be done. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what would, what would be the most beneficial thing to do for that person, even yeah. if it's the opposite of what you would like to see in that, in that situation? Yeah, I've heard that called the platinum rule. Yes. Uh, you know, that it's, it's just a little more valuable because it's causing me to take enough time to say. Let me think about this person. If I really cared for them, what would they want in this moment? Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a, a great way to look at it. And you know, again, I think my daughter actually is extremely grateful for all of that support. Um, it's just not the behavior that she was interested in participating in, right? Uh, that that that's not her preferred way. Um, she does want to sit off and read books all day. You know, that that would be a great day for her. She'd like to do it with her friends even. Um, but maybe we could just sit and read books together, you know, or or do art or something like that. She loves cross country. You know, she she loves swimming, um, but but not for the competitive reasons. Right. So um, and, and for for anyone who's brand new to disc, I guess, you know, we should sort of say that there there's sort of a, a, a quick way to to think about it. If you if you think about a northwest and a. Let me try that again. North, south, and east, west chart. On the north is 
people who are action oriented on the South are people who are uh, a little more uh, thoughtful uh, oriented in their in their approach. And the active people, you know, maybe are more competitive and dynamic and so on. And the thoughtful people are a little more moderate paced, right? A, a little uh, a little more cautious, like you said. East and West, you've got the people-oriented folks and the folks that are maybe more task-oriented or more logic-oriented, you might say. And so when you, you know, we'll, we'll link to some material for this uh, in the show notes, but basically if you can plot yourself on, on that, you know, I'm, I'm fast or slow or I'm people-oriented or task-oriented, you probably put yourself into a D, an I, an S, or a C. And like I said, I, I think I found that my daughter is not interested in competition. She's more interested in structure and a moderate pace. That's that would be, you know, the South and people, you know, she she loves people and she cares for people, but she's a little more uh, task, logic, truth oriented. And so she's over on the on the West Coast on that. And so that makes her, you know, you put those two together and it makes her a C. But she does all the other things, right? Like you, that that's the the fun part of disc is we all do D behaviors and I behaviors and S behaviors and C behaviors. You just naturally prefer the one. I, I think it's fair to say my daughter would not have run as fast a race as she did if it hadn't been for the help of this mom. My my daughter maybe even discovered and unlocked some level of uh, exertion that she can now apply to future practices and races, right? Like, oh, I can run that fast. I can do it. And she's gotten tougher and harder. So that nothing wrong with anything that just happened. But we also know that she's got a natural preference for a moderate pace and, and being a little more task-oriented than people-oriented. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to think about your employees, right? To, to think through, where are my people? And not that we're not going to use all of the, the four different behaviors, but what's their preference? And how could I, how could I lean into that and, and tailor their experience here? in a way that uh, really makes them able to thrive. Oh, yeah. Well, as a specific example of that is, we, you know, we talk about uh, the love languages and in the workplace, yes. it's the languages of appreciation. Yep. And so, so one of them is, is, is praise. Uh, and, but within praise, they make a very, you know, it's one of the few that they make a distinction, right? There's, there's, there's private and public praise. Yep. And so there are certain people that they want a large crowd, yeah. you know, please welcome, you know, most sales for this month, you yeah. know, Bobby Ray, Bobby Ray's like, yeah, yeah the crowd's <laughs> cheering, right? He wants to crowd surf, maybe give a little speech. Oh, let, you know, if I may thank a few people that got me here and uh, yeah, 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 I yeah. did it. And then you, you, you bring the next guy up, you know, yeah. you, 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 welcome Willie, Willie. Yeah. Come on up. Right. And so Willie accepts the award a little more humbly. And then after it's all settled down, Willie goes up to the manager and says, if you ever do that to me again, I will quit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the manager, what? the manager who is a what public praise person is going, what are you talking about? That was awesome. They were cheering your name. And, oh. and the, the guy's like, no, I, you know, I'd much rather you come over to me in my workspace, my office. and." Right. Just say, hey, you, you know, you did a great job and, and I appreciate that. And let's leave it at that. Yeah. You, you know, so we tend to uh, we tend to recognize people in the manner in which we would like to be recognized. Yeah. Which which is yeah. kind of cool when you when you're trying to figure out what 
the other person would prefer. All you got to do is watch what they do. Mm-hmm. So if they, they want to thank people in front of large groups, they're probably somebody who wants to be thanked in front of a large group as well. Yep. If they're more private with their praise. And, and so you, and then you can extrapolate that to everything. So whatever people are doing is probably the manner in which they would prefer it be done to them. Yeah. Well said. Well said. And, and uh, you know, this bubbles over to, you know, customer relationships as well. You know, you can sort of make a guess as to what would be the best way to appreciate this customer for their business or what's the best way to approach them uh, with, you know, your sales presentation or what have you. There's ways to tailor this to what would be best for them. And um, I, I recently had a client actually talking about how by industry, uh, there are some, you know, sort of uh, disc defaults at the industry level. And I think in the, in the car business, it's probably D, probably in, in most cases on the front end, on the back end in, in service and, and parts, maybe actually more C. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, anyway, th- I was talking with a sales rep who she was assigned uh, military customers and uh, agricultural customers. And she said, very different, you know, if, if you were if you were just going to have to make a blind pass at somebody and, and make a guess about how to approach them, you could make a guess on DISC uh, for military versus agricultural being very different. And, and you know, she had sort of a standard way of approaching them. How much more uh, rich does it become when you do that customized to the actual person that you're interacting with, the actual potential client or what have you? So, yeah, there's there's a lot of, I mean, this is you and I were talking, we haven't talked about disc on the podcast really yet. And uh, there's just a lot of uh, good stuff to mine here uh, that helps uh, in a lot of ways, personally, professionally, uh, internally, externally. Oh yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. As you were talking, I was thinking about the, 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 the dealership in uh, I believe it's Huntsville, Alabama, and they're two primary customers. That's that's you know it's a very rural area. And it's also home to uh, you know the Marshall Space Center. Uh, no, oh reason. yeah. And so you know as you watch these people come into the service drive to get you know their their vehicles worked on, every advisor knows that at any given point, either a farmer or a rocket scientist is going to is going to step out <laughs> of the vehicle, and they got to be ready for either one, right? I've got these guys. Yep. Good old boys want to talk, and then I've got these, you know, little, literally rocket scientists who want to know, you know, what's going on and and, and want to know the specifics and, and things like that. And so you watched all day long as these guys, you know, put on the hat that was necessary yes. to communicate most effectively with with the audience before them. I had never thought about that, and um, I'm uh, I'm not going to say his name, but I know a literal. NASA rocket scientist, and um, I think he might be a customer of that dealership. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to find out. But I, I j- just in case he's listening, I just want to say, Meme Daddy, thank you, thank you for your service. I call him Meme Daddy because he posts literally the best memes on the planet. I mean, he's just, I mean, consistently day after day, the best memes. Well, I'm sorry, sure he's very methodical about it. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think so. I think so. Oh, definitely. Anyway. So a lot of good stuff here. And yeah, kind of a kind of an entry is maybe something we'll dive into a little bit deeper here. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, just 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 pay attention. Know that you're not leading a room full of you. 
And whatever your preferred system is may not be the preferred system of recognition, feedback, uh, you know, contests, uh, yep. challenges, uh, right? All these different things that that, that we, we we approach people with. Uh, just know that that yeah, let's watch what they do, and that's probably the method that would be most impactful if I approached them in that style. It is funny how far you get when you pay attention to the people around you and and try to uh, try to care uh, and and approach them in that way that you've noticed. So mm-hmm. we we think that this is a just a, a game changer for people. Oh yeah, well it's interesting because if you do it right, they will never know. Yeah, they'll just know. I click with that guy. That guy gets me. Yeah. You know, we just seem to get along well, right? We we communicate great. We're, you know, I, yeah. I just feel comfortable working with them. Right. They'll they'll come up with like all these feeling words, but they'll never yeah. know that that yeah, this was the science behind uh how that that feeling was created. Well said. Well said. Well, anyway, thanks for letting me tell that story. And I kept my daughter anonymous. And hopefully she never discovers this episode when she's old enough to give a rip. Well, if she's a daughter, she's probably at some point not going to listen to you ever, you know, anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) whether in person (laughs) or on video. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All you'll get is, oh, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, would you like to listen to one of my podcasts? (laughs) Oh, dad. (laughs) Yeah. I can tell you my sons feel that way when I sing. They, sh- they shut it down immediately. Oh, you know, that's oh, already yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dad. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, that, you please stop. Yeah. Dad, not good, dad. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. But it's, yeah, at some point later on. Yeah. Yeah. And by then, uh, she'll be old enough not to be embarrassed. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. We'll, all right. We'll be past all that. Uh, good stuff. Thank you for sharing. Uh, really good stuff. And uh, let's turn it over to uh, a man who, uh, yeah, marches to his own drum, uh, Mr. Wolf. So go ahead and tweet that or share it any other way you want. As always, there are no rights reserved, no trademarks, no copyrights. Share it if you want to. And join us next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. That's good enough.